Hey fateys, this is DM Brad saying welcome to chapter 2, episode 6. Thanks for downloading and listening, thanks for recommending us to a friend, and thanks for just being you. This is our last episode before Christmas, so I'll take the time now to say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Joyous, whatever makes you smile. Put your feet up and get merry, because you rule. You know who else rules? Our super duper Patreon supporters. Big holiday high fives to Alex White Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Baldino, Irene Cucci, and Laura Christine Goodwin. You keep Ison's lights on, and for that, a wee thank you. Check out the rewards over at patreon.com slash fateofison if you want to become a supporter of the show as well. Okay, here's what happened last time. The UAR enjoyed a feast in celebration of High Priestess Rhea's freedom and the next stage of the Resistance. The Cells were all given new missions, including the Apple Squadeth, who were tasked with visiting the former Queen of Bruss to rally her to their cause. This happened to coincide with their personal mission to rescue Trestlespoon's brother and retrieve the Death Heart from a lair of fire giants. It's Marley rounding off the feast. Yeah. I'm sad that I actually know, like, all of that. Oh, so do I. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> life is a bad, sad brat. Bad, sad brat. <laughs> bad, sad brat. Um, hey, listeners. <laughs> okay. This is episode... <laughs> I am in a weird space. This is uh, chapter two, episode six of The Fate of Ison. We're up to six episodes in chapter two. Oh my god, already? That's like almost seven. One less. Yeah. yeah. If you know. You really are in a weird space, <laughs> are you? <laughs> well, it's only fair. You guys were drunk last time we sat down, so I can be having a mental breakdown this time. Um, <laughs> Do I have to be sitting next to you while you have a mental breakdown? Though? No. <laughs> okay. Yes, because you're on the mic. No, um, that's true. Uh, okay, last time, uh, you guys returned to the underground city after your ordeal at the concert. Uh, you rested, then in the morning were treated to a grand feast. Uh, the High Priestess Rhea, as the new leader of the Dantonier chapter of the UAR, uh, welcomed everybody to the next stage of the Resistance, Expansion. Uh, the feast contained all kinds of hijinks, including Banfor Russian-style dancing in mashed potatoes, uh, Trestlespoon covering the High Priestess in whipped cream and lettuce, uh, and Marley tying everyone's shoes together. Uh, after all the silliness subsided, uh, Rhea decreed that the members were dispersed throughout the kingdom and beyond uh, to spread the word about the underground city and the Resistance's future plans. Uh, she tasked the Apple Squadeth with travelling to Bruss to speak with the former ruler of the now-conquered kingdom, uh, Queen Shan. Cool. So you guys are currently underground. Uh, this is post-feast. And a few people have left to tie up loose ends before they go on their various missions. What are you guys doing? Um. So have we got a mission to go on? Oh my god, Josh. <laughs> we, we, we have lots of missions to go on. We, we decided, didn't we? We were going to go oh, yeah. to go see the Queen of Bruss. Yeah. And take her that message from the Priestess of Brun. Yes. Yeah. That. 
I remember it well. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where Scrapple Squad is. That's where Dear Scrapple Squad is. Yeah. And the Death Heart is uh, also where Squaffle Squad is. Yeah. Dear Squaffle Squad. Oh, I miss him. But, you know, the Queen of Bruce isn't the Queen of Bruce. She's uh-huh. like the formal Queen of Bruce because Arkvale took over and stuff. Uh-huh. So she's there. But, like, we're going to go sneak in and tell her how the Resistance can help her if she wants help. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Covered? Can how long ago was Bruce conquered? Uh, let me look at the timeline. Let me look at the timeline. Let me look at the timeline. I've been doing lots of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm real impressed. It's soup's musical, and I'm into it. <laughs> 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 I'm making call me DM Bard. Am I right? <laughs> but they could if they switch the letters. They could, but they won't. Um, Bros, 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 Bros was taken over. Um, oh, that's right. This is a big part of the story. Uh, very recently. Um, <laughs> it was actually taken over by Arkvale and Airedale sort of teamed up with them because the premier of Airedale uh, made the cowardly decision to join Arkvale because he saw the inevitability of defeat. So he helped conquer his own neighbors, including Bros. Yeah. That was, that was last year. He sounds like a douche. Oh, he's a massive fuckwad. Also, fans, you can find all of this information on our... Wiki. On our wiki. Wiki. What's the address of that wiki there, Dan Brad? Well, you can find it through our website. Uh. Ison. No, that's not it. Fateofison.com. <laughs> Yay! Go visit! With or without the HTTP uh, colon slash slash if you're nasty. Should you feel really inspired, you could actually update our wiki as well. If you want to. Go for it. Okay. I mean, we have to edit that, but you know. Yeah, so you guys <laughs> uh, you guys know, uh, yes, you have uh, a, a resistance mission, which coincides with some other missions that um, you've developed via the information you got from Hadek, the God of Knowledge. Um, and you are basically waiting on a sealed letter before you do whatever needs to be done to leave the city and move on. Excellent. What do you do while you wait? Marley's just practicing her skills, man. So we're under the city. Mm-hmm. takes out a piece of uh, parchment and a quill and begins writing a letter to his dearest Squaffle Squad. Uh, and he sits down at the bench, and uh, he's writing away. Okay, dictate some of this letter for us. Dearest Squaffle Squad, I have long since uh, missed seeing your face and eyes, but I am coming forthwith. It has been a long few years, and I hear not all has gone well for the family, but I am coming for you. Dearest yours... Trestlespoon, brother of Squaffle Squad. What I want to know is how do you plan to get it to him before you get to him? Uh, is there a pigeon? <laughs> that can go to an underground fire? <laughs> is there a real crafty pigeon around? You could try and source something. Marley can speak with animals. <laughs> That's actually true. Okay. Uh, if we find a sorcerer of high enough level, they might be able to transmogrify or transport said thing. This is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, M- M- Marley, uh, I- I've... I've... Yeah? yeah, yeah I- sorry to in- in- interrupt you in the in the flow there. 
Yeah. Uh, but I've, I've written a letter to dearest Squaffle Squad, and I was wondering if you could, um, uh, coerce a pigeon into taking it, uh, uh to him f- for me. Uh, underground? Yes, the pigeon will have to be extremely gifted, uh, <laughs> in the art of sneaking around. Okay. Uh, sure. Are there any pigeons around? Uh, not in the underground city, no. I see. Trestlespoon <laughs> calls be twice a problem for, later on. Trestlespoon calls twice do for we, a pigeon. Do we? And realizes he's underground. Do we need to go up? Is that what you're telling me? Yes, up above ground. Okay. That's where the pigeons are, right? Yes. As, as you guys start heading toward the elevator to take you to the surface, uh, Priestess Raya, um, appears from a building and she sees you leaving and says, um, uh, Squatteth, Apple Squatteth, here. Uh, oh, you're finished? Yes. Um, oh, good. And she f- hands you a folded up. We were off to find a pigeon, but we'll wait. Piece of paper with a wax seal on it. Um, and she says, uh, all, all you need to do is, is present this, uh, to the Royal Keep in Stonemore and, uh, there should be enough to get you access to, to the Queen, to the former Queen. Okay. And if it's not, well, Banfor's skills might come in handy. Banfor smiles debonairly, but has a flurry of twitches in his face at the same moment, making it look more of a, more of a fluttering grimace. <laughs> uh, let's see. Is she grossed out? Yeah, she's a bit like, ugh. <laughs> um, well, uh, anytime you're ready to go, you know, this is all we can provide you, um, but it should be enough. Okay. Well, I guess, well, then we might as well get Banffor before we leave to go find that pigeon. That's, yes, please. All right. Do we know where Banffor is? He was just with you. He's standing right there smiling. Oh, he's behind, oh, behind, he's behind. us. Oh, turning around. Can smiling. I roll for sneak? <laughs> roll for stealth to see if you were A uh, natural one. <laughs> I was going to say, because mine's really good. So like I shoving his face in front of Marley. <laughs> and she's like, where's Banffor? <laughs> There he is. Uh, He's behind you. Uh, so we, um, head up to I the, was just pretending uh, to not know you were there. Can I roll for deception? No. <laughs> He's heading up to the top. We head up to the top through the elevator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We okay. do that. We do that. Yeah. Now what do you do? Well, I think we located a pigeon. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're looking we're... for a pigeon. I mean, I think this is pretty obvious, really. Um, okay, whoever's looking, roll an investigation check when you get out to the street. Well, I'm certainly looking for a pigeon. I'm certainly looking. Uh, I get a 16. 13. Um, <laughs> Trestlespoon looks around for a while and he sees a couple, but he can't get close to them. They keep flying away every okay. time he... He's like, every time he gets near one, and they just flutter <laughs> off to the sky. Yeah. Uh, Trestlespoon is insistently using pigeon noises. Banfor charges at a cluster of them and manages to, like, dive and fall on one and grab it in his hand. <laughs> Fantastic. And it's, like, fluttering uh, and flapping very hard trying to escape. Banfor, um, firmly but attemptedly, attempting to gently pitch the pigeon into a state of rest. Okay, roll animal handling. Please, Nat 20. <laughs> it's not far off, it's a 16. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, but you, you calm this frightened pigeon after uh, about 20 to 30 seconds of, of like petting it and sort of shh, 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 shh. It's okay. What, uh, do, what do the mice make of the pigeon? Well, uh, Bamford drums a um, 
a very complex tattoo upon his breastplate and a um, like a Nathan Fillion slash Brendan Fraser looking sort of Indiana Jones-ish um, okay. mouse comes out um, and they have a, a brief conversation with eyebrows and nose squitches just squitching <laughs> their nose at each other um, and the Indiana mouse uh, runs down his arm and hops astride um, the pigeon as if uh, this is not the first time he has done this nor shall it be the last Okay. Um, and sort of flips a debonair mouse fringe <laughs> out of his eyes um, he may or may not have a small leather vest mm-hmm. um, and, and accompanying um, accoutrement Okay, so um, am I speaking with animals with the pigeon now or it's the yours. mouse? It's up to you. <laughs> Just have a yarn, mate. Yeah. <laughs> speak with any. Um, and um, Danforth proffers this to Marley. Because I'm pretty sure I can. I don't actually have my character sheet properly. I've only got my paper one. Pretty sure it'll speak with animals as only one. No, it allows you the ability to speak with animals, plural, for ten minutes. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Oh shit, yes. So we, we, I think we're looking for like a reverse Frodo. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, sweet. All right, so I can't speak with animals uh, on myself. Kind of wave my hands at myself and say, speak with animals. Like, just that. (laughs) 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 Just speak. (laughs) You gotta speak. Think about what you're trying to do to me. (laughs) Speak. (laughs) Anyway, so that's what I'm doing. Uh, the pigeon flies away. Because right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it has no respect. Because everyone's a critic. <laughs> um, flies away and it says, I don't even know what you're doing here. Why are you in this competition? <laughs> <laughs> Is that seriously the pigeon? Um, the mouse looks at Ben for as if to say, Really? And Ben for like, No, it's. <laughs> Marley like, understands that the mouse actually. Those scrunches. Marley understands that the mouse actually does say, Really? This is what we're doing. Yes, really, Mouse. What's your name? Jeff. What's up, Jeff? What's up? Uh, we need a favour <laughs> from... He's chilling like a boss on the back of this pigeon. <laughs> yeah. We need a favour from Pigeon Slash. <laughs> you, I don't know if you want to go with the pigeon, but what we're, what we're, he- what we're looking at here is my mate Trestlespoon here has got a letter uh-huh. that he needs to send to uh, his family... Uh-huh. And we basically need this pigeon to do that. But if you want to go with and like make sure he does it, I'm cool with that too. Well, the pigeon could do the main f- flight, and then Can you could do the, 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 the crawly Because no, I'm, because oh, I'm going, I'm going. Cannon, not cannon. <laughs> That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Trestlespoon has had an idea apropos of nothing. Uh, <laughs> The pigeon can fly the large duration, like the international flight time. Yeah. And then the mouse can do the crevice cave crawl. Come. Cool. Uh, Benford um, uh, agrees emphatically via nods and scrunches at the mouse. Um, and a sort of like a, a leaving party of mice um, come up with some small leather sacks of grain um, and various <laughs> things and begin trapping them and affixing them on the pigeon mm-hmm. for the long journey ahead. Um, we saved you. More... Come back to us, please. Um, how's, how's, how's the pigeon? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Yeah, what's the pigeon? The I do stop. have a name. You can stop calling me the pigeon. Sorry. Uh, what's up, pigeon? What's your name? 
My name is Simon. Oh, Simon. So, is this okay? We've got a really important mission. We need you to do this. Normally I wouldn't stoop to this. Stoop. Get it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a bit of a jokester around the pigeon office. I can tell, Simon. I can tell. But this mouse... I get the impression he's a bad motherfucker and yeah. he's been here before. To be fair, I think that might be a knife he's got pressed to your side right now. Just <laughs> as insurance. Is, that is <laughs> Just, I think it's an insurance thing. Jeff, Jeff, come on now. Oh, Brad, right. I'm not, I'm not pushing you as a DM, but if I don't get to do a side quest as this mouse, <laughs> yeah, I will please, fucking kill everyone. Please God, yes. We'll see. Uh, you can be um, Jeff the mouse and his. Uh, Pigeon Buddy Simon. Day 42 in the wilderness. <laughs> um, we have avoided goshawks all day. Zathan gave you guys a map. Rations um, alone. Which I've drawn in very light pencil. Yeah, not helpful. But, um, you know. But, oh, okay. So I turn it back around to Tress after I've been like... <laughs> so some more. Mm-hmm. And I go, sorry, what's the address? Uh, 42 West Wallaby Street, <laughs> Sydney. Uh, no, I kid. I, I don't know why I said that. That's not canon. Um, uh, where, where is the address that I know? Um, all you we were told is that it's uh, under the mountain beneath uh, Stonewall, the capital of Brass. Okay. And, and I, uh, okay, cool. So you tell me that? It's uh, under the mountain in the, uh, in the stone capital of Brass. And obviously uh, you're looking for Squaffle Squad. And you're looking for Squaffle Squad. Yeah, looks kind of like this guy, I assume. You look a bit like me, but I've got the more chiseled features. You know, that's right. racist, right? That, that's like saying that all pigeons look alike, which I would find offensive. No, of course, absolutely. No, no pigeon looks alike to and me. for um, hearing the, the sound of someone talking back, <laughs> just like, poops <laughs> it on the nose. Yeah, because I'm like... Oh, <laughs> Okay, the big scary guy wants us to get yeah, on Yeah, to be fair, the big scary guy's got zero patience, dude. Uh, I have to deal with that on a daily okay. basis. Um, uh, give me the letter. I'll see what I can do. I'll try and find this. Uh, cool. And so I, squeeze it. I take the letter behind, off you. Behind the stone mountain in the brush place. Look, the mouse has got it. Just let the uh, mouse The mouse leave. has been uh, scratching away. At a, um, at a at a tiny version of the map that he puts into a tiny little case and then slips into his very cool vest. Cool, awesome. And I I tie the letter up and I kind of tie it onto the pigeon. He's got a really sharp little pin, like kind of like creepy cheap, but it's more like a broadsword in his hand because he's like a full-on mouse. And it's real fun, and it's been made into a sword. He raises it up in the air and he says, "Simon, we ride." And then Bamfor, like an American football player, just throws the fuck out of this pigeon. <laughs> See you, Simon! See you, Jeff! And they're off. Um, you, threw them, you threw them westward, and you see them like hitting the end of your throw and turning around. Uh, Bamfor says goodbye via um, raised middle fingers. Realizing, realizing what's just happened, and realizing I probably only have a couple minutes left, I go running for the stables without explaining. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I am sprinting for those stables. Yeah, you get into the stables and um, Foxworthy is there and River is um, opening his stable um, to get him and uh, Manunui out to go on her mission. Foxworthy, Foxworthy, I'm about to leave. Oh, I know. 
Well, don't you want to come with me? I want to, but I have to go back to Smith. But I want you to come with me. I know. I'll see you again real soon. Oh, I'm really sad, Fox Withy. Me too. And I give him a big hug. And then I'm like, hey, Maranui. Yeah, what's up? Don't, you don't like me? Oh, no, you're cool. Just uh, at first, you smelled weird. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, fair. I do hug the oh, Fox Withy quite a lot. Yeah, she sure does. <laughs> yeah, I probably smell yeah. it. Yeah. Sorry about that. that. That's right. River hugs me. I get it. Yeah, fair. You're cool. We're down. Yeah, we're Excellent. down. Um, and, and then probably the spell. Yeah. Yeah. As the spell runs out and you start to hear chirps and, and uh, winks instead of words, um, Manunui lifts up uh, his left foot to sort of like fist bump you with his foot. Sweet. I totally go for that. Just pounds you with his yeah. key, big giant kiwi uh, giant foot. I pound the kiwi foot. arrived with uh, the others and, uh, and, and is in the stable. Uh, and asked, oh, so where, where are you guys going? I, I, I asked a fox whether he wanted to come with me and he wants to go back to Smith. Where's, where's him? Well, he's where we came from. He's not where we're going. Where, where did we come from? What? Let's not confuse you. Let, let's just concentrate oh, just on where we're going. a couple of these little buggers and I uh, points down to like a little jetty or pier that's been constructed in the ever-growing scaffold around his spikes. Um, and there's like a little family of mice uh, dressed in Victorian garb, um, <laughs> sort of blowing their noses and, and waving off a few, like in the scene in, in Titanic, yeah. Uh, yeah, a few young mice who are, who are now jumping on to Foxworthy uh, and Maranui uh, to start a new world. A well, new they're, life. They're going oh, okay. back to Dapton, Ben. Dapton, guys. All aboard, eh? Uh, and a couple of more break away and, and, and head off. Why, so you're mice leaving you? Are they coming with you? A couple of them. Look, you can't you can't stay around home forever. I've got wow. three generations at this point. <laughs> also, don't they make like, yeah, I was going to say like 18 they babies like at a time or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, River uh, at first looked shocked to have, to have all of you come in and then she sort of put the pieces together. And you saw her like doing the mental arithmetic of like, oh, of course you've come in to say goodbye to Foxworthy. And she sort of just stands back and lets the moment happen. Um, but then when it becomes clear that, you know, you're passing on your mice and things, it's sort of like passing the torch, like, here you go, that chapter's over. And she steps forward and gives Marley another hug. And she says, um, I'm really going to miss you guys. Um, holds out a fist for Trestle Spoon to pound. Uh, Trestle Spoon takes out a bit of lettuce he conserved from the um, banquet. Uh, it's got a bit of cream on it, and he gives that to her <coughs> and throws the rest to Foxworthy. <laughs> River takes it and goes, I, you're a weird dude, but can you please keep uh, these two idiots safe? Yeah, eat the lettuce. Yeah, the lettuce is good. Special recipe. She waves it in front of Marunui's beak, and Marunui sort of gives this, like, grunt of, like, fuck off. Goes, <laughs> <laughs> all right, just tosses it to the back of the stable, figuring someone will eat it. Trestlespoon is offended, but doesn't say anything. Um, and then she says, well, you know, we've got to hit the road. We've got to make up good time while we've got daylight. Um, I'll see you guys real soon. Oh, okay. I'll miss you, River. Stay safe. Goodbye. We all go to leave. Uh, Banfor hesitates at the door and, uh, and, and turns back. Just, uh, sort of looks at her and says, Oh, I'm, you know, sorry I couldn't be, uh, who you needed me to be. Goodbye. 
and then leaves. Well, as long as you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm not, but, you know, that's the only way. So, quick. All right. Um, I'll see you, uh, I'll see you real soon. And she just... Take care of a mice. There might have been a rat that got in there. If his name is Peter, do not trust him. <laughs> I'll... Do not trust him. I'll be sure to find out if anyone is called Peter. And she likes. Honestly, you'll know. He's got a little bit out of his ear, and he's a real dick. <laughs> and you can tell she's sort of relieved that your your farewell had a bit of levity to it. This is not a laughing moment. He is a real dick. <laughs> okay, right? okay, Banfor. He's and just he... a little rat, but he pretends to be a mouse. He's a real... And just because we set up a bicameral system of votes <laughs> where the mice yeah. are on one roll and rats on the other, he tries to get on the mouse roll and the rat roll. And the, all the, none of the numbers stack up, do they? Well, anyway, you'll see. He's a real prick around the parliament. And leaves. Trusselspoon takes out a handkerchief and dabs the tears from his eyes because he knows that for Bamfor, that was not easy to say. It was a giant speech, man. That was a very emotional moment. Yeah, it totally was. Yeah. I'm just writing to not forget Jeff the Mouse in Simon the Pigeon. <laughs> and Peter. The rat. <laughs> Peter. The pesky mouse rat. <laughs> mouse rat Peter. <laughs> Peter the imposter. <laughs> so okay. Um, you guys are now out in the city. You've said farewell to River and uh, Foxworthy, and you have sent a pigeon vaguely in the direction of where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What do you do? Well, I guess we're off. Yep. Yeah, I agree. We uh, gather rations for the trip sufficient to sustain us. We do all necessary um, preparations. Had a long rest, mm-hmm. uh, healed and full of vim and vigor. Okay. By this time, it's about midday. The sun is high in the sky. Uh, shall we be away? Yeah, um, Marley's like looking for the stables. She wonders like how much it would be to get like a horse. Uh, there aren't any at the moment. Okay. It looks like there often are, but there aren't any right now. Okay, fine. So Could we look elsewhere, way. perhaps? Guess I'm walking. It's been our journey somewhat. Yeah. Let's go. I'm happy to leave. We uh, right. we, we, we stop at the gate to say, is this, is this the yeah, right road? Right. You stop at the east gate, um, <laughs> yeah. and there are Arkvale soldiers uh, manning the gate. Uh, they see you guys coming, but because you're going from one part of Arkvale to another part of Arkvale, they're not like... Yeah. Like, who gives a shit? They're just like, all right, off on a bit of a journey then? Yeah, we've sussed out this town. We thought we might go have a look at that royal keep over in Stonewall. Well, I ain't never been to Stonewall myself, but sounds like it's a big city. Don't get lost. Yeah, thanks. And uh, he, he elbow nudges Banfor and says, Oi, big lad, you keep these little fellas safe. Um, Banfor leans down. Adam and says, that's none of your concern, mate. Keep yourself fucking safe and don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take it. He's just doing my job. And then, Well, I'm just doing mine when I eat your fucking head. <laughs> and then Dan pulls up and wanders out the gate. Sorry, he's mentally deranged. Roll a diffuse the situation <laughs> check. <laughs> Avoid an incident check. Uh, can this be a deception check of how mentally deranged he is? That's not a lie, though. Oh, <laughs> Persuasion, right. if anything. Okay. Well, persuasion is still fine. 
Because that would be at 18. Okay. They're like, alright, it's... Sorry. Sorry, sorry about him. No, it's my fault. Go off on the wrong foot. Shouldn't have assumed. Shouldn't have assumed. Yeah. That's alright. Not all pigeons. Yeah, sorry about that, mate. Maybe. Was, would you like a mouse? Uh, no thanks, mate. You you keep. Well, I wasn't going to give it to you anyway. What did I say? Yeah, about I'll just. I'm, I'm like pushing Ben for it at this point. I just see see. I will let you know how Stormore is. Just push I won't because I won't talk to you. <laughs> well, don't don't be mean. I've got feelings. I am a person. <laughs> no, you're not. You're just a non-player character. <laughs> how can you? He lets off a single tear, and then he, you, you hear him as you walk away. Turn to his mate and go. Em- Am I a non-player character? <laughs> <laughs> His mate's like, we all are. It's just, it's just our lot in life. <laughs> Come on, let's go walk in circles. <laughs> and count out to eight You know, we could start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of the eight voices are you going to do? Yeah. Me and you, Graham, we could start a podcast. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Graham and Larry, all we do, we go home to our families, we guard a gate until some young adventurer stabs us in a neck. <laughs> no, I mean, so many Andre. funny things happened to me and you, Graham. I mean, that's well, more than enough. Remember that time was. there was that horse, and you said, "Oh, he's got three legs," but it just was standing funny. That was a, there's an arrow in there, mate. There's an arrow in there. Outrageous! I saw a I saw a pigeon fly by the other uh, about about an hour ago. I swear there was a mouse on his back. We can talk about that in our podcast, Graham. All right, all great. <laughs> I, I have way too much love for the characters that we've randomly created this episode. We're going to need the cutbacks. Yeah. Though. Larry Crane, Jeff and Simon. It's cut to Jeff and Simon. A bunch of Caucasians all. <laughs> Jeff and Simon are high up in the sky. Simon is like full clip, uh, very determined. And Jeff is like like showboating, waving his hat in the air with one hand and holding on to Simon oh. with the other. Just to confirm, uh, Jeff wears like a kind of like a tall pilgrim style hat. Of course he does. Like a not an Indiana Jones like rakish, but a very serviceable hat. Yeah, yeah, it's more practical. Um, it's good. Does it have a buckle on it? Is it a buckle hat? It does not have a buckle on it. Okay, but it does have a feather huh? dangling from the back from a tiny pigeon. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he just waves his hat in the air and he says, "Oh, even better! No, Sorry, this is freedom. You know, Australians have the have the cork hat for the flies. Cheese. He's got little um, mouse tails of all the mouse what he's slain. He is a mouse. Yeah, he's, he's a badass. There's a, there's a war going on inside your suit, just like there was a civil war. There was. I just thought I had uh, scabies again. <laughs> oh. Some of them this wanted is... to worship me as a god and set up a, a theological council, and the other thought that democracy was the way forward. You split between the legs and the torso? <laughs> yeah, well, it was, uh, it was around the belt, actually. They called it the War of the Midrift. <laughs> <laughs> no longer shall we dwell in the socks. We shall rise up. Um, yeah. Literally, this, if anything. This podcast deserves every cent our Patreon bonus <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, uh, thanks, uh, Robert and Alex and uh, Irene and Person. Um, <laughs> person. Who wants to stay anonymous? I know, I know, but I just like that you just shortened it to Person. You uh, could have called him a non. Non-denominational <laughs> human. Um, also, we will be checking back in with Jeff and Simon. I hope you're prepared to write them a story. I'll be in my stuff to not forget. And also, uh, Graham and what was Larry. <laughs> Graham, Graham and Larry and their podcast. <laughs> yeah, <I felt. laughs> 
<laughs> the Eiffel Guards at the, den- at the Denton Air Eastgate. Um, okay. oh, oh my god, can they be the Eastgate podcast? <laughs> Bonus episode, bonus content coming for Robert and Irene and Alex in person. Uh, oh, my God. Um, I'm 100% behind that. Um, right. Okay. So you guys exit the East Gate. There is a uh, bridge over a moat, um, which is similar to what you entered on uh, at the West Gate when you first arrived at the city on the other side. Um, you are on a road that... Um, goes uh, directly west so the way oh sorry east the way you're facing uh, but also forks off to the north east um, so you can either sort of turn left or continue straight and looking at the map that you guys have got um, and just what you were told you and plus following Simon's trajectory uh, you know that east is the way to go come west east, east. you're coming east. from the west I should not be leading Van <laughs> four uh, continues walking forward. It seems easier. Or you go the correct direction. It's uh, it's mostly just open grasslands uh, at the moment, and like sort of outside the city. There's a few small settlements of like uh, one or two buildings here and there of people who you know wanted a house but couldn't afford to get inside the walls. Mm. Um, they still kind of get the protection from having guards and stuff nearby, but they're not um, city protected. Do we um, notice any liveries or stables selling horses? No, not here. It uh, just looks like um, just small farms and <laughs> veggie patches and hogs and things like that. <laughs> um, you notice in the distance, uh, about maybe, you estimate maybe about an hour or two away, there is um, a, a small and a quite thin forest. Okay. That's, that's, on, that's on your path. All right. We're walking. It goes, our path goes through said forest. It looks like it does, yeah. Molly's already practicing more of her singing. She got really bummed out with, like, how good Spritey McSteam face got, like... Oh, yeah, did Spritey come with you? Yeah, what happened there? Yeah, Spritey stayed. stayed. Is he still in my pants? No, he was at no, the feast. No, 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 he was at the feast with oh, the resistance. No. Yeah. So we didn't leave with him. That's pretty bummer. Yeah, you guys forgot conveniently. That's right. a character sheet I can delete. <laughs> Should we go back for the slider steam face? No. Or? Send a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not casting another spell of head today. Sprite could have ridden a pigeon. Sprite oh, totally could have ridden, ridden a pigeon. Hawkey McBird face. <laughs> that was a valuable tool you guys have squandered. Is there any chance that Sprite will come of his own volition? Um, all of you, roll me a d20 with no mods. And I will count up the total and uh, divide by three. Twelve. What were you, Beth? Sixteen. Sixteen, twenty-seven, thirty-something. Nine, thirty-nine, uh, divided by three is thirteen. Uh, you guys here. Wait for me! What? 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 You, can't, you can't see anything yet. You can just hear this voice carrying on the wind. Um, one of the watchtowers built into Banfor's hat um, starts flapping a signal fire. <laughs> and you hear, Oi, Graham, what the hell was that? Something just zipped right past us. We could talk about that on the podcast. Well, it's going straight to the podcast. Oh, Larry, I didn't know what it was. It was crazy. <laughs> uh, their friend James, who they don't really like, but they needed a third member, shows up and goes, Hi, guys, what are we talking about? 
Hey, James. No, no, no. Oh, we're doing the podcast. Oh, not, no, not, no. We decided not to do it, James. Oh, we're not. Yeah. Oh, I thought you guys were planning it. Just too busy with uh, with the gate. We got, you know, got like pigeons and stuff flying past. It's like a a, a little scary guy. Not invented any recording gear or means of distribution. (laughs) Well, oh, oh, it don't have to be a downer. James, mate, just because well, we just want to be realistic. We, we got our heads in the future, mate. Where are you thinking? Don't spit on our dreams, James. Electricity, well, mate. But you know about survival problem. No we need to bring that up. I am so confused. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to we you Back to the Apple Squad, and you hear this voice. Um, no, sorry, Spritey. Spritey! And then zipping to a very sudden halt, like almost screeching comically in front of you, like, in the air, is uh, Spritey huffing and puffing, goes, ah, You dicks! I thought I was part of the group now! So Spritey can fly. He's a sprite. Spritey can fly up to 40 feet high in the air. Oh. No higher. Huh. Why only 40 feet? Sorry, Spritey. Do Just you, a rule. Do okay. you want to... Do you want to rest? And I kind of tap my shoulder. Uh, yeah. He very gladly goes, oh, thank you. And just like hops down on your shoulder and goes, you know, I was a bit harsh when we first met in the tavern. Um, you played okay. Not great. I'll be honest. To be fair, I had had a giant tankard of alcohol. So you know what? It wasn't my best work. But I was just so stoked to play with you. Most people are, but do you think I could play for the Queen? Well, I'm sure we could have given it a go. Us musicians, maybe we stick together, we can figure out something. Yeah! Gives you a tiny high five <laughs> on I, your shoulder. I hold up my pinky finger and I kind of hold up my <laughs> pinky to my shoulder to, like, give him a, you know. I want to, like, hold up my hand and, like, slap him off my shoulder, so. He pulls out his dick and <laughs> touches your finger with it and goes, Ah, I got you a classic! <laughs> <laughs> it's an old Sprite joke. <laughs> wow. Wow, Spratty. Have you heard of sexual harassment? <laughs> Have you heard of Pixie Dick? <laughs> <laughs> it's a game we play in my dimension. Is that where Pixie Dust comes from? You don't want to know where Pixie Dust comes from. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm in such a weird space and I love it. Um, okay. Um, what do you guys do now? You are continuing. We're still your, walking. Yeah, you're just yeah. walking eastward. We didn't even stop whilst Brady was calling Wait up. We were just still walking. Uh, towards this uh, forest thin, thing. thin forest. Um, an hour goes by. It's uneventful. Um, you guys have whatever conversations you have. Uh, you come to the edge of this forest, and what do you do? It's not, yeah, it's not very wide. Like, if you wanted to, you could probably go around it. What's the condition of the forest look like? Um, it just looks like an everyday forest. Looks like it's got a road going through it. Um, uh, tr- like traders obviously come by here. There's like cartwheels, um, so uh, cartwheel marks in the in the road. Molly hasn't even slowed down. She's um, singing a tramping song now. Is anyone else on the road with us? Uh, no, you haven't seen anyone yet. But you yep, we just keep on going through the I forest will where walk we will not be attacked by any beasts. Miles and I will walk 500 more just to be the man who walks a thousand miles to turn up at the Queen's door. <laughs> so we're just doing that the whole way. And it's, uh, it's a very long two weeks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, you, you guys are just going down this forest uh, trade road. Uh, and you see a cart coming towards you being pulled by a single hog. It's a small trader's cart. 
uh, and there's a uh, farmer, she's a human female with like a straw hat, and she just gives you like a dip of the head as, as, as she passes, she doesn't say anything. Cool. I can just give her a cherry. Hello! Just like... What's in the cat? Um, it looks like sacks. It's just sacks of presumably wheat or apples. I don't know. Just sacks. Did apples. You, did, you, did you see a pigeon flying a, a, a mouse <laughs> recently? Oh, her undress. Did you see a... But <laughs> <laughs> I can't... Oh, I'm sorry. Did you see a mouse flying a, the other the other way would be absurd? Did you but see I can't a, honestly tell you that I don't see nothing about that. I ain't seen no uh, mouse flying with a pigeon, but, you know... Strange times, and see people see lots of things. Those some apples. Uh, yeah, I got some apples. I got some uh, wheat. Yeah, y'all need anything? How many apples? How many apples you got? <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a big yield, about uh, 200, maybe. 200 Just apples. Se- we selling. don't need 200 apples. I got a contact uh, at the market. He's, a, he's an orc. Uh, he's got a nice, little, lovely daughter. She's, she's into dance. I know him. He sold me some uh, jackfruit. Oh, I ain't got no jackfruit, but yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, nobody some, wants jackfruit. That's some pretty nasty shit, you know? <laughs> you uh, there, you there, farm, farm woman. Yes, woman big farm. man. This many. You sound so sexy when you say that. <laughs> and Bamfo holds up what he presumes are three fingers. Okay, uh, three apples, you know. Uh, since since y'all are on the road, looks like you got a long way before you reach anywhere. I'll, I'll just give them to you for free, um... Just uh, tell me uh, the state of the city, what's going on. Uh, you know, I- I'm going to be there in an hour or two, and I'd like to know what's happening when I arrive. While this conversation's going on, uh, Trestlespoon, upon realizing how many apples were in the cart, his eyes widened as if he had taken crack for the first time, and he's uh, he dived into the apple cart, and he is eating as many apples as he can. Uh, let's see if she notices... She does not notice. Excellent. She's busy uh, talking to Marley and Banfor, asking what the state of the city is, and ha- pa- and passing you three apples while uh, Tristan potentially steals or pilfers many apples. Trestle. We should swap information. Where did you come from? I have the name of a place. She's a- Banfor is systematically crushing two apples and putting them down his his shirt. Yep. Um, where there is a, an organised rustling. Uh, and then one of the apples he begins to consume himself, finding it crunchy and refreshing. You guys were mm. She says, well, I, I just come from Sorm, uh, you know, just one of the villages between here and, uh, well, you know, between Dantonair and uh, between Stormwall, you know, so, so it's a little bit far away, but, you know, it's all right. We're, we're, we're headed to Stormwall. Anything uh, you can tell us about that road, and we can tell you a bit about what we live. Um... I don't know. I mean, I got here pretty much unmolested. Uh, you know, there's, there's the soldiers going around, but they 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 all right. They're not really bugging anyone who's not making trouble. Um, uh, you know, I, I heard they're having a little bit of trouble at uh, at Karam. It's a it's a mining village. You know, I, I passed some people from there, and they said that you know there's there's like a monster or something in a mine. I don't know. Didn't bother me none. I didn't go through there. Okay, interesting. Well. You know, there's not much going on back there. I mean, there was a giant concert that, that kind of got a bit rowdy and sort of got a bit out of hand, but... And at the word concert, you notice that she looks directly at Spidey, Miss is Wait a minute. Is... Is that Spidey McSteamface? <laughs> well, now you're just talking to yourself. <laughs> yes, I am! Spidey McSteamface! Yeah, and I'm, I'm Molly Craft. She sure is! <laughs> You've heard of me? Oh, lovely to meet a fan! And, like, Spritey flies off your shoulder and, like, flaps in front of her to, like, shake her hand. 
She's like, I, I can't believe I, you know, when I get back to Sorma, I'm going to tell everybody I met Sprouty McSteamface. This is crazy. <sighs> it's been sad that I feel like I missed out on a, on a concert. I mean, it was fucking bonkers, bitch. I played too. <laughs> From the cart, you hear a yell of, that was a pretty great juggler as well. She turns around, hey, wait a what are you doing in my car? Trestlespoon pops his head out from beneath a small sea of apples and says, Oh, I just like apples so much. Trestlespoon <laughs> offers her a golden coin. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I guess that'll make up for it. I mean, that'll more than make up for you know, some apples. Would you also like a mouse or several mice? Uh, no, they, they tend to wreak havoc with the crops. Uh, no mice. No, these ones are very nice, although they are politically difficult. Uh, if, if I could teach one of them to fly a pigeon, like you said before, then that would, I guess, be my <laughs> It's less about teaching them. It's more about letting them find their own path, you know? Okay, roll persuasion. <laughs> It's, a, it's not good. <laughs> uh, it's five. She's like, nah, you, you, it's, it's mighty kind of you to offer, but you can take your mice. You know, I, I, I'm going to get to the city. Uh, it's lovely meeting you, uh, Sprite McSteen face, and uh, the rest of you, I guess. And then she glares at Trestlespoon, who still hasn't gone out of the car. Like, can you please get off my cart now? Trestlespoon slides down on the small avalanche of apples, spilling many over the sides. And in his little jumper, he's got a stock full of at least... 25, which is pretty much his own body weight in apples. And four hands are another gold coin. <laughs> well, she, yeah, she takes that and goes like, oh, like the first one was more than enough, but thank you very much. Therefore, okay. uh, leans in very close uh, and says, if you meet a mouse called Peter, do not trust him. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll take your advice. Uh, I, I'll best be getting off so I can get to the market. Trust do me. not trust him. <laughs> We'll be going now. Trestlespoon uh, waddles by with his jumper full of apples and throws one up and says, that, that one's that one's on me. You're welcome. And then he keeps walking. <laughs> so is it up to who? It's up to y- you, the, the cat person. Oh, well, okay. Thanks for giving back my apple. You're very, you're very welcome. <laughs> so, all right. Therefore, takes one of the gold coins back. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, um, oh, that's a bit of... Oh. Unorthodox, but you know, I, the, places like I said, a finger on her mouth and says, "Shush, <laughs> All right. shush." I'll be going. Shush. You see what I have to put shush. up with, buddy? This, uh, I made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, so Marley and Sprite hit off. Um, the farmer lady um, hit like um, to the hog, and it keeps going. Um, pulling the cart along, and you hear her sort of singing to herself as she gets it off, like walks away into the distance. And going, I just met Sprite McSteamface. I just met Sprite McSteamface. Yeah, and Molly Craft, whoever that is. That's all right, isn't it? <laughs> so you guys are in this forest. Do I at least get an apple? Trace. Trestlespoon uh, throws an apple to Marley and also on the Spritey, but he throws it pretty hard. And Spritey, we already established, is smaller than apples, basically. Exactly. Spritey dodges the apple and it, fly, <laughs> it flies off the road and into the tree line. My apple! Like, Stop throwing shit at me! You have to be the catch it, you idiot! It's like, surely you of all people 
would understand what it's like to be mistreated for being small. Typical diva. Wasting all the resources. <laughs> My apples. My <laughs> right apples consist of any Bloody applause. Eight minutes. Eight minutes of juggling for, for nothing. walking well ahead just crunching on the apple. Bloody stupid nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Um, after about uh, 20 to 30 minutes of walking through this forest, uh, you start to feel, uh, like, see that it's going to clear soon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then you start to feel like a very faint rumbling under the ground on your feet, like sort of like the beginning of an earthquake. And we feel that. Uh, Banfor goes and stands next to a tree. Okay. Which obviously is not a good idea now that I think of it. But fuck it, he stands next to a large tree. Yeah, Molly still- like, like, like leans down to the ground to see if she can hear something, like okay. under the ground. Yeah. As as you start leaning down, um, you feel that the um, rumbling intensifies considerably, uh, to the point where you're actually struggling. All three of you are struggling to stay on your feet. Before uh, it's hugging the tree, Trestlespoon is spilling apples all over the road. <laughs> Molly draws both of her hand crossbows and just points them at the ground, like looking confused. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then trying so- to shoot an earthquake. <laughs> well, I'm not actually shooting yet, but I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Take that seismic activity. <laughs> Would Molly know what an earthquake is? Now, you probably experienced ground rumblings before. Okay, cool. Um, and yeah, suddenly uh, the forest floor uh, just inside the tree line behind Banfor. Uh, it bursts open in an explosion of dirt and grass and rock, and leaping up from a hole is a beast uh, roughly the size of a carriage, uh, and um, what looks like armor-plated hide on its back. Um, it has a huge snapping maw that could, uh, you even at a glance, you, you can tell like that could probably chew boulders, mm-hmm. uh, and very short, powerful legs. Uh, and it, in its mouth, like gripped, closed in its mouth, is a small glowing blue stone. Uh, about the size of and shape of a rugby ball. Um, Bamfor says, Hello! Uh, Unlibbers his axe and charges. Uh, okay, roll initiative. Oh. Oh no. Ah, oh, crap. Uh, 18. 11. I had a 7. Somehow, with both of my crossbows already in my hands, I suck. <laughs> you weren't prepared for something to burst up out of the ground. Don't worry, it rolled a 1. <laughs> so I was still pointing it at the ground, and I was real surprised when something rose up over there. <laughs> and my crossbows are still um, pointing oh. at the ground. So, Banfor, what was your roll? Uh, 18. 18, okay. Banfor, Tress, Marley, Creature. Um, all of you roll a nature check before we start. I was literally about to ask you if I could. Better. 18. Six. But a great six. It was a solid six. <laughs> it was a damn good um, six. Marley, you know <laughs> that this creature is a bullet? A burlet. Bullet. Bullet. Like bullet, sort of. Um, cool. And uh, you know enough about them that they can burrow through ground like it's water, like swimming through water. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that uh, they can jump really far and their bite can indeed eat boulders. Huh. So jump, bite, and they're hard. Yeah, they have a very hard hide. Does it have a friendly face? 
Uh, it drops the um, blue gem that's in its mouth and it sort of uh, roars at you in response to you wondering if it has a nice face. Oh, no. Oh, God. Psychic, too. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Where the episode finishes. Oh, my God. And that's the end of the episode. Hey, it's Foxworthy. It's Friday Foxworthy. Okay, this was a weird one. Uh, A mouse named Jeff riding a pigeon named Simon. Two city guards, Graham and Larry, who have their own podcast? What in Sorkable's name is going on here? We'll find out next time, but that's only if the Squadith survives their encounter with the Boulette. That's kind of all up in their faces right now. So, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you had a good time and hope you have, or had, depending on when you listen to this, a very merry, non-specific holiday. Bye-bye.